0: It started with a meow, then a hiss, and then the unbelievable happened. I watched in horror as his tail twitched and went poker straight. Ben! I swear if you're in here, Blackwell, I'm going to rip your pretty little head off. Sabrina limped in, sweating, pale and furious, another one of her unpractical cream suits ruined by body fluid. Horror clutched my heart as she saw Ben. An insane and murderous look lit up in her eyes, momentarily paralysing her. But it was all he needed. That official letter from the royal family saying that they were visiting our new campus in Oldbury, wonderfully immortalised in beautiful script and paper of the highest quality, was in the perfect spot. And then it happened. My mouth fell open as Ben did the biggest dump I have ever seen on the PR woman's desk. A second went by, filled with nothing but his purring and the distinct smell of whiskers. Without thinking, I grabbed him as Sabrina threw herself across the desk and ran out of the office, her screams bouncing off the walls. If you're lost by now, I'm talking about my cat. It's strange bringing a cat to the office, I know you're saying, but hey, I didn't bring him. Ben does what he likes, whenever he likes, wherever he likes, especially if it disrupts my life. I'm going to kill you, I snarled in his ear, but I knew he was too smug with himself to care about my scolding. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. He yawned, breathing cat breath into my face. "'I think I improved her office,' he meowed. "'Okay, okay, I know what you're thinking. "'Talking cat! "'I'm going to have to go back to the beginning, aren't I? "'My name is Ellie Blackwell. "'I'm twenty-four, and I am officially stuck in my life. "'By the way, I own a cat that can talk, "'although he would probably tell you he owned me. "'I had moved into a new flat in the town centre. My parents had flown to start their new lives in Australia and my sister was expecting a baby. I was trying my best to make things work but sometimes things just don't stay where you want them. I opened my eyes, squinting at the light coming in from the curtains. I groaned and then held my breath, sure I was going to throw up. Oh God, I moaned. I looked at my watch, 7.48am. Unusually. Whenever I woke from a hangover, I always did super early for work. I knew I shouldn't have gone out on a Sunday night, but I'm very easily swayed. I unsteadily got to my feet and shuffled to the shower. I would be lying to say I wasn't sick in there between shampooing and conditioning. Maybe I haven't gone back far enough. I used to live in Tamworth with my sister and mother. Our dad had gone off a long time ago. I couldn't remember one Christmas or birthday with him. And that wasn't because I had a bad memory. My memory about events, times and places was uncanny. We lived in a semi-detached house with a cat called Ben. He was a skinny, pale, ginger cat who always got into fights. His ears were always crusted with blood and he was constantly snotty. Well, near the end, I suppose, anyway. I feel guilty even now remembering the state of him. We should have taken him to the vets. But as a child, I always thought that he was just a bit of a fighter, and maybe he was. But looking back now, I think maybe we could have done more. I loved that cat. He used to follow me to primary school and wait for me to come back, sitting in the garage with me when it rained and my mum had forgotten to hide the back door key for me. He would even share his food with me. Yes, I ate cat biscuits and they were delicious. We took him to the move with us to Nuneaton and I think that was where his health started to go downhill. He was very old by that point. Eighteen years, my mum had told me. I remembered when we gave him his first bath in the new house. He was starting to get pretty filthy and couldn't clean himself. He was so scared he wet himself. We went on holiday, and Mum gave him to a woman with four other cats to look after. When we came back, Mum said he was happy there, and we should leave him.